This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Can we both take a moment? Okay, I know we're only four weeks into the season, but there are there are certain truths that we've got now. Four weeks in, man. Can we can we take a look back at our our preseason 2023 takes? And can we do a 2023 take mulligan? All right. Okay. I, I start by giving you the flowers, man. But what are we taking a mully on right now, four weeks in? Well, it's got to be, and it's not necessarily like we were, oh, yeah, the Steelers are going to make this big leap. But we talked a lot about the Steelers' offense and how they could take a leap based on the talent sure. on the roster. And this roster is, I mean, well, this offense is terrible. It's, it's so bad. It's so bad. And you know, what, so you know what, actually, bad. you know what pisses me off about this, James? Oh, it's so is bad. that like, Everybody hates Matt Canada now. Like he has to be the the fact that there was a burner account yesterday. People thought that. Did you see this with yeah, Matt did you see Canada? That? Like, did well, you see number that? one, obviously it's not Matt Canada's burner account, but just the fact that um, pe- there was actually somebody out there defending Matt Canada led to the entire internet speculating that it was Matt Canada's burner account because everyone hates Matt Canada now. Yo, we hated on Matt Canada before it was freaking cool. Before it was like the coolest thing to do in the world. <laughs> we were there in like the er- the late career Ben Roethlisberger days and like, oh, right. why is you know Deontay Johnson have this yards per target and Ben, it's like, throwing, well, have you seen the offense? We were, we've been talking about Matt Canada's yeah. high mm-hmm. school offense since before it was cool. But you know what we did, dude? We ignored the play caller and like, you know, I, we, I think we looked too much at like the players and the, how they fit into the right roles. But yeah, dude, I I want not a, I don't even just want to take Mulligan on this one. I want to like go back and slap the shit out of myself for the Steelers <laughs> stuff. Like I want I want the Earth seconds back that I burned talking about oh the Steelers offense God. in the off season. I mean, we we really gassed him up. I mean, you know, yeah. it's like we we oh we love Deontay Johnson. This guy can win in man coverage. He can win in zone coverage. Pickens is this up and coming wide receiver on the outside. Great catch radius. What is what does Kenny Pickett have to do? He doesn't have to do very much. He's just got to get well, the he ball do out. Anything? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. Got, do, yeah. And he doesn't he do does anything. Nothing. And in fairness, right. Deontay is hurt. He's obviously not playing. I think right. the offense would be slightly better if he was out there uh, because they'd have somebody to get open. I mean, people de- like. No one liked what we had to say about George Pickens when we even like just dared to question like part of his skill set because we still liked Pickens, you know, (laughs) but do you know that pro football focus has him charted with zero out of eight contested catch uh, targets. He has caught zero of his eight contested catch targets because you know what, buddy? That's a surprise. If you don't really consistently separate um, and you don't and you've got to win a bunch of contested catches. I don't care how cool it looks when you do make them. It's a tough way to live, bro. And like, you know, there's a lot of variance in it. I don't think this is, I was tweeting with uh, John Ledyard about this. Who's, you know, was watched the Steelers forever. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, it's not necessarily picket that this makes sense to, but even with like um, quarterback play is, a, is very like a, a big variable with these contested catch receivers. Cause you know, you got to place oh, yeah. it in the right area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta like, 
layer it to these guys in the right spot. If you don't have good ball placement, like what we, we talked about this with Zach Wilson, like he was at least placing the ball to a point where his guys had a chance on it, right? Uh, which right. that's a low bar, but it's a bar that, you know, sometimes you got to clear. Um, I don't know, yeah. man. I, I, I just really regret the whole all, everything about the Steelers' <laughs> offense. <laughs> we gassed up Pat Fryermuth. We're like, oh, you see oh. him in the tenth round? Fire that pick off. Nope. What terrible uh, yeah. pick. Horrible. I have so many Pat Fryermuth regretful <laughs> teams out there. And another thing, like lesson learned on this. Yeah, the offensive line was not fixed. Like this was a no. bad offensive yeah. line, and yeah. it's yeah. it's horrible this year. They're bottom five in any like run blocking pass blocking metric you can find yeah. out there they're right. completely overwhelmed and then you know a lot of people looked at it as like well they drafted a first round left tackle well he was a developmental guy who's not playing like you know there there's questions about when is broderick jones even going to play right. um yeah i i just matt canada's offense is awful and we were some of the first people to point that out and for some reason <laughs> It's like 2019, 2020 versions of us should have been like, yo, no, wait, don't, don't, wait. don't do it. <laughs> um, okay. Can we, can we take a respective uh, take Mulligan here on Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay's offense? Um, we, I, I, I think everyone kind of sort of thought the Tampa Bay's offense was going to be non-functional, that Baker Mayfield wasn't it, that, you know, that maybe we'd even see Kyle Trask or something back there because Baker just sucks, right? Bro, can we talk about the play of Baker Mayfield, though? Like, for real. Like, yeah. he has not been bad. Uh, he's been actually surprisingly, dare I say, surprisingly above average. I'm not going to go so far as to say he's been great. But, dude, he's playing above average right now. I think he's actually helping this offense stay afloat and do some things that we weren't expecting. When you just look at like efficiency metrics, um, adjusted yards per attempt, Baker Mayfield is tenth. Um, adjusted net yards per attempt, which includes you know sacks, he's eighth. Um, su- passing success rate, you know he's fifteenth. Yeah, that's a little more closer to average, but right. uh, still, just like pa- I mean QBR, he's seventh. Right, he's been good, and it's not all. <laughs> it's not just that Baker's good. Uh, I got a lot of, got a lot of thoughts actually on this one. Um, some of which I actually aired out on the Yahoo podcast today, but I think the one thing I, I want to really say about this is that like, I think tanking culture and tanking, um, tanking culture is not the way to say it, but like the culture of NFL analysis that is like, or oh, these teams tanking, like, wow, they just signed mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield and they're just rolling out Baker Mayfield. They're obviously tanking. I mean, that's so stupid. And like, I, I'm saying this is like, I'm guilty of it too, is that I talked about it like this because look, Baker is not a good quarterback, but he's not a non-viable quarterback. It's not mm-hmm. as if this team is out there starting I don't know, John Wolford, right? Who they had in camp. Like if they had cut Baker Mayfield in camp and were starting John Wolford, we can throw out the T word, but none of these teams are tanking. Okay. Even the Cardinals, (laughs) right? The Cardinals, people are like, are the Cardinals tanking? They're, they're, they're slated to pick. I think remember when it was like, Oh, the, the, uh, the, the Texas first round pick, the Cardinals, they could have the first two picks in the draft. Actually, the bears have the first two picks in the draft. Thanks to the Panthers. But, um, that's the Cardinals are the ninth pick I think right now. And the Texans are around like 13 or something like that. So these teams are not tanking. 
signing Baker Mayfield is not a tank move. It's just a it's a band aid move. That's for yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, but this yeah, yeah. roster was good enough to have a band aid move. And like again, what I'm pissed at myself about is I, I'm a big Mike Evans guy. Mike Evans is is such a is such a dog. Uh, we've gone to bat for Mike Evans as a route runner. Yeah. You know, I've been right. a long time Chris Godwin guy, and I abandoned these dudes uh, just because like I'm not a, that big of a fan of Baker Mayfield, which I'm you know. <laughs> not that big of a fan. That's a little bit of an understatement, but, but to be fair, everyone had basically been like, all right, man, we, we've seen enough of Baker, man. It's, we know he's not good and he's probably going to tank this offense. You know, I, it's funny you bring up Arizona. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I, I would offer a slightly different variation of my views on Arizona. I think that they actively were trying to tank, but they didn't realize that Joshua Dobbs can actually play ball. You know what I'm saying? I That's disagree really, with that just because the I offensive think, coordinator, Drew Petzing, had uh, history with Dobbs from, from their time in Cleveland together. So, I mean, he must yeah, know he, Dobbs could play a little bit. I, I, there is obviously that. But again, there's so, a lot of times there's this like dissonance right between the front office and the coaching staff, right? Sometimes True, the front office yeah. doesn't even care. I mean, look at what's happening in, let's say, like Carolina, for example. It's like the front office clearly wanted Bryce Young. You cannot tell me you look at that coaching staff and that coaching staff was 100% on board with that. There's just no way. How do you not look at, at, at Bryce Young versus CJ Stroud? And, and then you look at Frank Reich and be like, wait, who does Frank Reich really want? Because yeah. I can't imagine he really wants Bryce Young. Like, why wouldn't he want this like tall, big, strong, you know, like prototypical pocket passer? That's what that's what CJ Stroud is. Anyways, I don't know. There's a there's obviously ownership a, a, a too. Owner, ownership, ownership has a obviously. Big, yeah, yeah. Look at what's happening in Cleveland. Right. There's no way. As a matter of fact, Cleveland's multi-layered even. It's like, why did you bring in DT? Why did you draft DTR working a mobile quarterback who's one of his strengths is his mobility to work with a play action, you know, head coach who really needs a guy under center? I, I just there's obviously a dissonance between the the front office and and some of the coaching staff. But in Arizona, I felt like the front office was like, yeah, we'll just who cares? We we've got Joshua Dobbs. Who cares? It's like he he's not that good, and we'll tank, and it's fine, you know. But he ended up being uh, he's obviously a, a very much a viable NFL quarterback. He's been playing great uh, for him. Let me just say he's been playing great yeah. for him for no, the expectations. He's like a, yeah, he's like a backup quarterback, and I think Baker Mayfield probably is like somewhere on the fringe of starter backup but I think another thing too and, and this um comes into like Geno Smith last year when we all made the same mistake with Geno oh. Smith right like oh my god we never Gino, learn right we never, never learn. learn yeah because <laughs> and people still do it with Jared Goff on a smaller scale but people still like yeah, ah, yeah, Jared yeah, Goff's yeah. not that good but right, like right we've seen Jared Goff have good games in the NFL like good stretches and if the ecosystem's right and I think that's the thing is that Dave Canales the offensive coordinator came from Seattle to Tampa Bay this off uh, this off season has made a really good ecosystem here is designing things to, for to do real well with Baker and you know that was obviously an unknown that was a risk right mm -hmm. it's worked out in favor of 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 
Tampa Bay. But uh, that is one thing too. Just look, these sometimes these guys can scheme it up, right? Like Ben Johnson, I think has schemed it up well for Jared. And but Jared's yes. better than these guys, right? Totally. He's he's at a oh, different yeah. tier than. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. not maybe not Gino, but now, but like Gino then and and Baker now. Like I think uh, Goff Correct. is in a different grouping here, but. These guys, the more they see, the more time they have in the league, like the brain catches up with the physical tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even if you had like Goff, I think had has a great arm, doesn't like he can't create out of structure, but like in structure, he knows so much of where everything is now. Like that is a big difference between him um, then and now. So totally agree. I think that's the perfect take on Jared Goff, man. Like, you know, I, they're, they're, they're doing things to help him out. And he's doing a lot of things himself to help himself out too. the, the whole pre-snap reads and all that kind of man. It's his, you're right. His brain has definitely caught up. And I think for Geno Smith in particular, I think the game has probably slowed down for him mm-hmm. uh, a bit. And someone did bring up a great point. It's like who in the, who in God's green earth was he throwing to when he was with the jets? Right. I think that's probably a fair assessment of that situation too he probably didn't get great coaching you know it's like i think we can all look at that and say yeah he probably didn't get the best offensive coaching and he didn't have a lot of playmakers surrounding him either but uh but yeah anyways great to see uh both of those guys doing well but yeah i i would just say uh probably have to reevaluate what our thoughts were on baker mayfield and how we kind of almost double counted uh, Baker in terms of, you know, how we viewed then Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, we, I will take certainly a, a, a mulligan on, um, my thoughts on Baker Mayfield. 2400 sports is an odyssey company. 